This episode of the Italian Australian podcast was recorded on Wadandi Wadjak Nunga Budja. We pay our respect to elders past, present, and emerging, and to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening to this podcast. Bentornati a tutti, and thanks for listening to another episode of the Italian-Australian podcast. I'm here as always with my brother Lucas. How are you? Very good, Josie. How are you going tonight? I'm great. I'm really looking forward to this very special episode as we have a very special guest. We do, we do. This is another special one for sure. Um probably only had another guest that we know as well, which was our dad, uh, which you guys heard a little while ago. And uh, who are we here with tonight, Josie? We're here with our mum, Rose, otherwise known as Rosalba. Mum, thanks for coming on. Thank you for asking me to. La nostra bella mamma, Rosalba. Great to have you. (laughs) Thank you. For a chat. Yeah, it is really great. And, um, and it's I, not even Mother's Day. I know. I was just thinking that. We <laughs> yeah. look to be honest. Um, we decided to get you on, um, at the time that we did, because you're off to Italy uh, soon. Actually, I think this will air when you you, you may be in Italy just really? with the scheduling of the episodes. So yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how it's going to happen, which is um not too far away anyhow. No. And then we would love to touch base again with you two when you get back for a chat yes. and see how the trip went and love yep. to hear and make everyone jealous who's not going to Italy and who's not in Italy at the moment. Um, and Josie, we might even try and do a crossover at some stage and um, have a chat yeah, good and idea. record something with the family. And um, hmm. yeah, that may or may not happen, but we're yeah, going to try. Yeah. yeah. So that'd be okay. pretty cool. Lovely. Yeah. Maybe Rose, you can tell us. And actually guys, I do tend to call her Rose just on a day-to-day basis as well so I was gonna think... say we yeah we need to say something about that Joyce because I do as well my excuse is I worked very close with mum for literally what was it 15 years long time um yeah well that's my excuse years, as well so. I started well, you'd work there too that's how it all started for me too you forget about me Lou no, I no, no, yeah I started there as well before yeah. So, yeah no like I said in another episode you were the smarter one maybe and escaped yeah, the hectic right. lifestyle, the family business and hospitality. Yeah. You know how it started because at work you would be like, mum, mum, and I actually, it, I, was, I wouldn't register, and then you'd go, Rose, and I'd go, yes. Like, yeah. I remember that. That's clearly. right, and then yeah. it just it was just Rose all the time yeah. at home. She was in work, work mode, Yeah, but I'm still yeah. saying mum because I'm 13 years old, child labour. Anyway. Uh, um, yeah, that's a whole other episode. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> no, you you did your time, Josie. Um, I did yeah, my time. So, yes, um, I was just going to say, so, Rose, why don't you tell us a little bit about your upcoming trip? Well, okay. So it's it's not a particularly long trip. Um, but you guys didn't we are there, long No, either, we didn't. So, I mean, We've got important things to be back home for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Um, yeah, so we stay with my side of the family first in Fiumicino for I think it's six nights. Then we have three nights in Rome. From Rome we go to Florence. Yep. Florence to, to Milan. Milan. I think we do. Yes. Well, Lucas no, has planned the itinerary. Yeah, so. oh, yeah, no, yeah, there's another one in between. No, I don't think we did. No, and, and no, then that's right. It's Rome, Florence, Dr. Milan. Milano, you go down to Calabria. Yes, and I'm hoping to see, like, beautiful places around Como while we're in Milan. Yeah, for Then sure. we go to Calabria to Dad's side of the family for six nights, and then it's back to Fiumicino for one night and then back to Australia. It'll fly by. But... So jealous, Luke. How about um, you? You've got, it's over three weeks. Yeah, look, um, yeah. Oh, look, we've spoke about this on several episodes, Joe, so we, we won't yeah. go on too much tonight about how we want to go back to Italy, but yeah. we'll sort of live a little bit through mum and dad's trip. And yeah, like, right. like I said, live for the listeners. Vicariously um, we'll through them. That's yeah. the word. Yeah, we'll that's not a short space. trip at all. It's close no, to no, four no, weeks. No. That's not short yeah. at all. 
Yeah. And I mean, um, about the same length as what when I went with you. Yeah. And Val and Maria. Yeah. Yep. And obviously, like Rose said, they'll get off to some of the other uh, places around. They're kind of doing more of the hotspots, but obviously, with the family being in Rome, you, you're going to spend a significant amount of time in Rome because it makes sense. Yeah. Um, you may not stay that long. I mean, I think you're there for 10, 10 days or so if you weren't from Rome. Yeah. Um, you might sneak off to another city or two hmm. and then obviously Calabria is a family yeah, trip. And yeah. the other ones are just nice to see. I mean, everyone likes Florence and Milan. Yeah. As you said, there's places you can sneak mm. off to that aren't too far away. Yeah. So maybe we'll be hearing about that. But Looking um, forward to it. What we're here yeah. for more so is to hear about mm. your story and my story journey, Rosalba, um, being right. born in... Rome. So yes. you're born in Ospedale San Camillo, mm-hmm. which is right in the middle of Rome. So for anyone that doesn't know, that's um, basically walking distance to all the main sites these days. So um, St. Peter's Basilica, uh, the Pantheon, um, yep. Fontana di Trevi, all, all these things mm-hmm. are four to five kilometers away. Mm-hmm. So it's right in the middle of Rome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've immigrated with our nonni, your mum and dad, roughly two and a half years later. So you've come out yes. in 1960 on the ship uh, Flotto Lauro. That's the one, Flotto Lauro? Flotto Lauro, yes. That's the one. Um, and obviously you're a little bit too young to have memories of the That's journey right. and that type of thing. But yes. you have mentioned, um, I think me and Josie might speak about it down down the track, our new favourite thing, which is blood memory or mm. genetic memory, um, which you've heard a little bit about. Because yes. I know you spoke about going back to Italy and going down the streets where you were pushed around in a pram as a young yes. kid. And you seem to have a sort of strange feeling about that. Yeah, but no... The, the, the strongest one was when Ziadora came to visit us. She's your dad's sister? Yes, and she walked in and I hadn't seen her well, I was, from when I was two. And to me, it was like she was just someone I knew. I felt I knew her and I knew her voice and it was just really freaky. Amazing. That's amazing, I don't, I don't isn't know it? whether it's because she reminded me of Dad. I did look similar. But did you spend a lot of time back when you were young in Italy before? Would she have been looking after you a bit? And I guess everyone did. But one of my the older cousins, Gino, that did help out a lot, I didn't have that connection with Gino when yeah, I met him. It yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Josie will tell you that when they put me, or no, they put me, when we went on the train and it, it arrived at the Colosseum and Josie knew where it was arriving because she'd already been there. And we just got out and I'm and I just, I don't know, I just burst into tears. And I can't explain that one either. Like I just looked at it and just cried. I think there's something about being born on that soil. And I mean, obviously you're only there for a couple of years and you've come yeah. and lived here and you're talking about the one trip that you've only ever made mm. back once. Yes. But I know um what are that? Uh, was it at the immigration when you're going through and someone said to you, Ben Tornar? Oh, I remember this was a special moment for you as well. Because they looked at your passport, obviously, and it says born yes. in Fumashino or born in Rome. Yes. And then uh, the person there said a nice sort of touch to you and he said, Ben Tornata yeah. Roma or something. Yeah, and, he did. He and, he looked at me. He just really looked at me really piercingly. I don't know why. I probably thought, yeah. why has this mad woman not been that before? Maybe, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or he's just, um, and he's just said, yeah. A fair, a fair bit of time passed. So you, yes. you've come out in 1960 and yeah. we, the trip that uh, we've done an episode, you're kind of speaking about this, Joyce, when you guys went together with Aunty Bao and Nonna, um, that was what year 2008 2008 that's yeah. 48 years later yeah yeah, yeah. He, that's, he said bentornata signora yeah. yeah it is really amazing those strong feelings that come up when you go back to these ancestral places certainly means a lot to I think many Italian Australians and people in the diaspora around the world for sure big time no 100% agree Josie but um going to take mum back to the early days now so as mentioned uh okay. you've come out with the family yep. and you've settled in harvey which is um normally would be a very good place to settle for the italians but we've got to remember as we spoke about in episodes they're mainly all southern italians yes so you guys have come out from rome which is central mm-hmm. yeah um and different culture to the south mm-hmm. as is well documented and yeah so what was it like i suppose for you that was all that you knew but for mm. i know for your parents it was um a bit more of a challenge and something yes different but for you i suppose you started mixing with the calabrese people straight away that's right that's so. why i speak better calabrese than i do well, italian. I, was, I was gonna say i mean and um, luke speaks way better italian than me oh i don't know about that but um but, I, I know that's funny that these days you do often say um you do find it easy to speak the calabrese yes. dialect which is a feather in your yeah. hat really um because you speak fluent italian fluent calabrese and obviously English so yeah. it's pretty good considering dad doesn't speak any 
standard Italian. He speaks his dialect perfect and English, um, but his standard Italian isn't no, it's much. Not um, existent. I mean, so, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, Nonno lived with us for five years. Yes. In the last part of his life. So, but let's take us back to you had the who the lady who you called Nonna across the uh, road from you. Yes. So, lady. yes. And so, my parents found it very difficult because they could barely understand the dialect and they couldn't understand English. Yeah. So, they were very isolated for a little yeah. while. Um, but we had this wonderful old Calabrian well I say old and she was probably in her 40s you yeah know? When you're young, you think, would have been, you think everyone's old yeah Wouldn't no you? She, oh no maybe oh, in her no. 50s perhaps yeah but anyway um and I instantly started calling her nonna which she was very happy about um she had four grandchildren so you all females sort of you yeah I just blended right in that's and a nice story. Became great, like great friends, but in particular with two, the, the the two granddaughters that were closest to my age. And yeah, no, she treated me the same. The same had to be, you know, live by her rules and yeah, yeah and, and whatnot. And so the the nonno wasn't around. He passed, yeah, he was. He, he, and nonno, he he was just out working and stuff. Because I know all the stories yeah. I hear from you was yeah. more about with the nonno. They had like a little farm type okay. thing, a, a little just a little bit of land, and they had cows and pigs and mushrooms and I used to help her hang out the washing and there was a patch that I wasn't allowed to stand on because yeah. her mushrooms used to grow there oh, every okay. year and huge yeah. beautiful mushrooms so we're talking about the same town which is called Harvey uh, which yeah. is very well known to uh, most people in Western Australia and um, it gets a men- it got a mention a fair bit in dad's episode because um, at the same time period dad was living in Harvey as well apparently oh yeah so he says but I I and apparently we went to we went you to St. Anne's year and we, in year one together, but I have no memory of him at all. Yeah, okay. So you dispute the fact then, Rose. <laughs> no, well, no it's, think, it's documented. You, yeah. You're born about a month apart. And <laughs> yeah. You lived in Harvey until that There were also mixed classes. Do you know what I mean? So there might oh, have okay. been perhaps a straight year one class and a, another class that was year one, year two. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, and that was, that's another, that was, I couldn't, could not really understand. Well, I could understand English, I think, a lot better than I could speak it. So what age is this? Five, I guess, when we started school. Six. But oh, I know that oh. you've told the story. You didn't really speak any because you had the next door neighbour you used to play with. <laughs> tell us that story there. It's one of my oh, favourite ones. How... And so the, the Italian people across the road were the Colellas. Yep. Not the Colella. And on the other side, oh, sorry, because we lived in the forestry department housing area thing. Like so that the housing there was for all the people that were employed by the forestry department. So yeah. that was really nice because you then also had a little community there mm-hmm. just of people that worked for the forestry department. Yeah. And so Mrs. Brennan had one daughter and three sons and she was older than my mum. So Rodney was my age and he was her youngest. Yeah. And yeah, we we became good friends, and we had our own little pig in English going. Like, so obviously, I'd ride he didn't my understand their Australian family. He can't understand Italian. No, but so he understood me. You, but you kind of started inventing <laughs> your own words. We did, we did, and I I learned at a very early age that the words did not end with a vowel. So I remember talk trying to talk to him about petrol and fill up my car with petrol when I was yeah. on the treadley, and I would say benzene, not benzina, yeah, because yeah. and I thought well, he'll understand that, you know. Yeah. Like, and then he would with because cheese, bread and cheese, you know, Italians still love cheese. I was trying to figure out how could I say cheese, and I remember saying former G, like because <laughs> it had the e in it, like, and he knew what I meant, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's that's amazing, that isn't it? Yeah, and, and they were wonderful. All the Australian people in that community there were just just wonderful to all, dad and mum and yep. I. Yeah, they were lovely people. That's good. Yeah. That's good. No, there's nice memories to look back on. So yeah. you've learned English. I don't think it would have taken you too long. I mean, through schooling, no. um, yeah. you picked up English fairly quick, probably. Well, I, I, I left stage. the first day. I was just walking out the gate. To go home. And this nun grabbed me and said, where are you going? I said, Home. She goes, do you know how to go home? And I remember looking and pointing like <laughs> that so, way. <laughs> but why are we going home? Were I we? hated it. 
Why is that? Because you couldn't understand? Well, or I don't know, didn't... just the whole thing. But, I mean, obviously that, you know, that wore off pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, and it was nice, nice to mix with kids your own age and learn. Yeah. Well, obviously you've learned English quite well because yeah. I know, um, <laughs> I mean, not now, but I mean, even back then, I don't think it took you too long because I know you talk about... um doing some of your dad's paperwork and stuff. Oh, so poor dad. Nonno, he was a <clears throat> mechanic. Yeah. Um, but he just, I mean, he ended up learning okay English yeah. later. But yes. at, at, the, at these years we're discussing here, your early years, you haven't been here for very long. No. And I he couldn't do the been, paperwork. I only would have been about 12, I think. Yeah. And he was, by now, he was the leading hand mechanic. Yeah. And so then they would write up notes, you know, like of the week, what they had done and what truck A had the ball bearings. Yeah. And I'd be like, what a ball bearing sock. I didn't even know what he meant. So, but, so what he's basically, he, he's telling you the report, what's well, going he, on, and then you're having to write it. No, he would write it how he would pronounce it. And in, I in would English. have, in, yeah, <laughs> in English. And I would have to basically guess what the words are. Okay. Like, for instance, when he wrote daughter, he would write D O R T A. Okay, okay. Yeah. And the biggest one that I always remember when I was helping dad is I wrote daughter the way in English and then I showed him like laughter or that just killed him. That oh, destroyed yeah. him. That made it 10 times worse. Yeah. So, There's a lot of those ones in the yeah. English language. Yeah. That, um... I know. But anyway, yep. So that was my upbringing and lovely sleepy Harvey swimming in the channels. Yeah. I yeah, mean, with my friends. It's a nice little town. Um, mm. You know, not heaps and heaps to do. Then you've sort of found that out when you moved into Bunbury, which wasn't, Massive, but much bigger than Harvey. Yes. So yep. you guys have moved in Bunbury when you were, what, about 15, 16? I think I was 14. Oh, was it 14? Yeah, okay. I guess yep. I did year 10 in Bunbury. Right, okay. Yep. yep. And then yeah, so, have... so obviously as a child, there was no mistaking for you that you were Italian. No, you have, no. But no you, mistake. In terms of how you felt, like you would have 100% yes. known the difference. Oh, like, yes. When you think about even like the move to Bunbury, say going to, yeah, like when you were like say 14 or 15, can you recall if that was still like a strong thing in your like sense of identity or did it lessen for you over time? Um, no, no, I don't think it did. Also one thing, Josie, we didn't touch on, but mum pretty much had no family here. I mean, no family right. at all from our non from yeah. your mum, yeah. zero. And I feel a bit bad. I just, I actually always say, that there's no family law from your side, but you did have one uncle, so Zio Ricardo. That's right. Your dad's brother was also here, but he lived a little bit away. So He lived in Fremantle. Yeah. And he passed away quite young. Yeah. And I have one cousin, Leah. Yeah. They only had the one child. Yeah, no, I feel a bit bad because yeah. I do often just discard that, yeah, um, and um, yeah. did have a brother, but it's kind of just easy to say, no, nah, we've got no family from the yeah. Roman side because it's kind of well, you, And because... I mean, I never got to meet Zio Ricardo and that sort of thing. So That's right. Um, well, you did, but you wouldn't remember. You I were... think you might have passed away when I was one. Or, yes. So, yeah. um, but, I mean, even this chain I wear around my neck, actually, I, I believe this has something to do with him and it was even, it was his. I, I, I got this when your dad passed away, when That's I right. passed away. Yeah. And I believe it was either his and it ended up with... With uh, my dad? Yeah, or actually I think it might have ended up with Nonna Maria, but it was a gift from him. I remember it's got some sort of tie, actually, yes. to Zero Ricardo. So I feel, I feel yeah. a bit bad. When I normally say, no, nah, we don't. We never had anyone yeah. else from that side, but we yeah. we had one uncle or you had yeah. the one uncle. So Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it would have been yeah. hard not really having. Yeah, and it was. It was. Many um, family um, around. Absolutely. Yeah. We, you, you really felt it, yeah. especially in a place like Harvey yes. where everybody was related to everybody. Well, you know, they, yeah, yeah, like yeah, 15 I mean, cousins on one side, 15 on well, the even, other. Uh, he doesn't have, I mean, even really yeah. for some Italians, much family here, but even from the one side he's got here, there's a lot of them. You know? Yes, that's right. And you literally had no could you? No, like, none. Yeah. Well, no. Not, not in Harvey anyway. You had the no. one uncle who's a few hours away. Yeah. And it's quite isolated. So Yes. So, and yeah. Quite a unique experience, I guess, as well. So there's there's two things there for the experience for you and your sisters and you know your parents was that from an area from a region of Rome, of of Italy Rome that had less Italian representation in Australia and then also not having family so that's two big differences if you compare to some people coming from Calabria and then they get here everyone's Calabrese and then lots and lots of relatives so yeah so quite unique in that regards. No, it's a good point, Josie, because mm. like you mentioned, even if like for our Nunu on the Calabresi side, he came here with 
well, he had his wife, so the in-laws and the families, but none of his own family, but like you're mentioning, mm-hmm. he's from Calabria. Everyone's here. It's his paisano. They're from the same town. They're from. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. it's, um, yeah. But like Josie just mentioned, that's definitely um, a mm-hmm. double whammy to make it harder in your mm-hmm. experience and for your family. And we um, know not everyone is Calabresi. I think it's just in like, in our little world. <laughs> I don't know. I think almost everyone is Calabresi. We'll, we should uh, get some stats, Josie. We might get the <laughs> listeners. If you're not Calabresi and you're listening to this or at least half Calabresi, you let us know. That's right. Joseph, you can't speak if you're listening. We don't want to hear from you. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're trying to get stats here, but no, we, um, I think, yeah, we don't want to be too Calabresi oriented and too West Australia oriented. So we are expanding out and we're speaking to Harvey all sorts of Calabresi. So, yeah, Harvey, I mean, that's our roots on both sides. Yeah. Really, Josie. Um, actually, so Rose. Well, I remember going to school only with, and then again, people could have been Sicilian and I would not have noticed very much the difference. In they are quite similar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But there was one girl that came and spoke Italian at school and yeah. nobody could understand her except me. So where was she wow. from? Wow. I can't remember. She must have been central to north then because. Yep. But, you know, they, they did not last. I think I can only remember her, in my memory, being there for maybe six months. I don't think it was a year. The family's gone back to Italy? They went back to Italy. Oh, wow. A a lot of people did. Was there talk of ever you guys going back to Italy? Not that I know of. Not that I know of. Because you naturalised, I think, when you were around about 10. Is that right? No. Oh, mm. Roughly, I, I don't remember, but I am natural. I was automatically naturalized on, and it, my name is on my dad's certificate. Yeah, which so I suppose they. Josie would remember how much trouble I had getting that passport. Mm. Do you remember that, Jose? They said I wasn't an Australian citizen. Uh, citizen, and I think that was, that was gold. That was anywhere. so funny. I didn't exist. I think yeah. they were trying to find you on a standalone document, which they couldn't find, yes. and then eventually they've searched your father's name. Oh, and I, I ended up scanning it and emailing it to right, them. Right, okay. Yes. That was fun. I was kind of like winding you up, like, Mum, you're going to get, like, deported. <laughs> the worst place is to get deported to it and back to Italy anyway. So yes. what is actually funny now, Josie? That I think I said hold... that too. I was like, eh, you, you go back, you stay with ZNZ, you'd be happy forever, like, yeah. get away from Dad, beautiful. like. Yeah, but I'd miss you and Luke too much. Yeah, <laughs> We'd yeah. come. Like, yeah. And, oh, yeah, that's And right. it's funny now, Josie, that we hold the Italian passport and Mum oh, actually go. doesn't have an Italian citizenship <laughs> yeah. anymore because she's um basically um, – when you naturalised back in that time period, you couldn't have the dual citizen, I believe, before 1994. Yeah. So basically you guys denounced your citizenship. Yes. I mean, your parents did. I believe there's a loophole for you because I'm looking at this. But they were proud to. You know, they loved Australia. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my dad loved he the did. freedom. He did, yep. Loved it. Even yeah. I can remember that, like, very vividly in regards he to did. him. But he held on tight to the Italian stuff as well, like making the homemade vino and he had the oh. Italian veggie patch. And he even yes. painted, I don't think we've said this on an episode, but he painted the <laughs> Italian flag on the power. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a power pole, yeah. isn't it, on his front lawn, yeah. but he was getting a bit older and sometimes he'd drive past to... his house. <laughs> said, I'm on, That's a hard road, though. No, in fairness to him. Same. Yeah. <laughs> and so also, it's still there. Italian it's still flag, it is still there. But if you're yeah. going to paint a flag, what's going to be easier than the Italian flag? I mean, you're not going to be able to go and do the Australian flag roughly. You know, you've got to get the bits of Very white in, the, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, true. it's way more complicated. Three stripes and you're done with the Italian flag. So you know, that is still there now. Um, I got a message not too long ago from a friend. They drove past and they they know who who it was and um yeah yeah they mentioned that it's still standing, which is which is kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Rose. So we fast forward a little bit. So as we mentioned, you were in um early years or a year say um at school with dad, mm. and then you meet again uh, in your late teenage years. Mm. Um, get together. People have kind of heard the story on dad's episode, but you guys get married when you're twenty one. Yes. Was it? Yep. Yep. 21, um, get married. And obviously for you, um, it's probably not quite as much of a thing where we ask dad to be married into a family who's Italian. So it's not mm-hmm. too dissimilar, but not like a Southern mm-hmm. family. Yes. But for you already um, having a lot of the friends from Harvey and that sort of thing, yeah. I suppose for you, you were used to all the Calabresi people yes, and yeah. it wouldn't have been. I no, mean, you were nothing. You were already speaking. So yes. you were speaking the dialect from a kid as well, weren't you? That's from right. hanging yeah. out with the, yeah. the Calabresi people and with the lady across the road. Yeah. And, so you uh, weren't thinking, oh, my God, what am I doing? I'm marrying a Calabresi. You were thinking, oh, I'm marrying an Italian. Yes, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mean that would have almost been your, um, I was making a little bit of background sound. It's right fine. Um, that, I didn't hear anything. 
That's okay. Um, that would have almost been, I mean, um, how do I put it? Almost your, the norm for me. Well, yeah, your adoptive um, kind of region because all Absolutely. your good friends are Calabrian and yes. most of the people you're at school with were yes. Calabrian and the neighbours. So I suppose it's just, yes. yeah. Um, yeah, like we said, there's no language. I mean, you spoke the dialect already. and That's right. So, I mean, yeah. maybe we can um, say, you're a, yeah, what's the word, Josie? Um, is Rose, can we... Not an unsuspecting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the word is, but um, unsuspecting. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I remember, you know, my mum touched on with um when Nunu lived with mum and dad for the last five years of his life, and you'd I'd walk in the house, and they're they're just speaking tight dialect, and yeah, it's kind of I mean, you can mistake mum. Actually, a lot of my friends and just people I remember um through the business and the restaurant that we had, and lots of my friends didn't actually know. People just assume you're from Harvey, you, you know, you're married to dad or that, and people probably hear you speak it as well and a lot yes. of people didn't actually realize i've had several of my friends like, oh sure mum, not you know from down south and that sort of thing so um yeah they can be um let off for thinking but that poor josie doesn't understand calabrian that's right poor me poor jose no i do struggle and i've said that countless times already so and basically i like attribute that to not having that calabrese non uh which yeah. is... and, and not living in Bunbury, like you went to uni when you were 18, whereas Luke sort of, he stayed in Bunbury. And so he had the yeah. relatives around him. He had nonna there all the time and like, and like, yes. And I always had a bit of a different upbringing as well, working in the restaurant, which is a very Italian environment. Yes. And, you know, have a lot of the older generation, like the customers who come into the restaurant and yes. lots of. um. That's right. Yeah, I mean, we did so many of the events for the Italian yes. people in Bunbury, all sorts of birthdays and hmm. um, any family events. And, you know, you're often speaking a lot with these guys. And obviously I was very um tight with Nunu as well. And, you know, he lived with you yeah, guys. Yeah, you were. I think you were. He had a lot of grandchildren and I think you were definitely one of the favourites. Yeah, well, maybe towards the end because obviously he was for living sure. with mum and dad. So I used to spend a lot of time with Nunu. Um you know, didn't have much choice. I mean, if I wanted to come and see mum and dad, Nunu was always there as well. But no, I absolutely loved it. I cherished it. I know. I never... But I'm, I'm trying to say bye. Um, I mean, it's not the other kids' fault. It was kind of like they go and see their mum and That's dad right. and Nunu was having to be living with you guys. That's right. I'd come and see but you. But I, I never here, got so. you to myself. The minute Luke walked in the door. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good kick out of this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's true. That's Well, I suppose um, kind of up to the time period now where we're – about to come along, Josie. So uh, mum and dad are married. She's married into the Calabresi family, um, which would have been nice for you getting, you know, the sisters-in-laws and yes. brothers-in-laws. And I know you're very close with my sisters-in-law um, particularly yeah, and beautiful so, Auntie Grace yeah. and Auntie Mima. Yes. Um, so, yeah, then obviously the extended family as well, dads, aunties, and, you know, you've kind of been, um, you know, maybe that family that you were missing yes. a little bit. Um, yeah, you've, yeah. you know, got a big extended family. Um, and then, yeah, you guys had obviously um beautiful Italian restaurant, which Josie and I um, worked in later on. Myself a lot more than Josie. As mentioned, she was maybe the smarter one. She's gotten up to the city and studied. And You always you know, say this, but I don't no, really think that's She was about 10 when she used to come in and help me set up. Yeah. When we had the smaller restaurant, the first well, She one. reckons she was, what did you say, child labour? Yeah, that's yeah. right. No, I, I have I have a clear recollection of, I think it was East Perth Football Club coming for a lunch that Dad was doing for them. And I think one of the staff members was sick and you were like, oh, my God, like what am I going to do? And you're like, Josie, quick, get out there and, like, you know, you set the tables. And like, I remember it vividly. And yes. I think I believe I was eight. I mean, maybe I was ten. <laughs> Definitely child labour. But, well, gee, you, you were good. You were good. Oh, thank you. You were. Good for an eight-year-old anyway. <laughs> she did it all very, very well, very properly. Nah, no, no that, doubt. This is where Alessia gets it from, her mum. Yeah. Yeah. No, no doubt. But, I mean, I got stuck there for longer. I ended up working there for 15 years, like I mentioned. I think I've mentioned a few episodes, but I wasn't planning on doing hospitality. But I must say the one thing that I did enjoy – was the cultural side of yes. it. So I'm um, getting to speak Italian every day. We had Nonna Maria in the kitchen that we always yes. touch on. Um, yeah, and all the other, you know, the beautiful older Italians that would come in for their mm-hmm. lunch and cafe. And uh, yeah, that part of it was good. And, and people would walk into the restaurant and want to speak Italian because they're walking into an authentic Italian place. Yeah. So they might only know two two lines, 
but they'll use that. They'll save it up and use it. And oh, we're going out for lunch, and we'll say it to one of the staff if it was too yeah. you know, And then later on, I mean, um, we had a lot of Italian staff as well. Yes. In the years probably from two thousand and six or so, which is when I started working after school, um, was when our region started to get an influx of backpackers. So not just Italian, but obviously mainly Italian being an Italian yes. restaurant, they'll come to us. So I got to work and uh, become friends with a lot of Italians, yes. which I'm still friends with to this day. So that was a great experience mm. for myself as well. You know, maybe working with half a dozen Italians at the same time, would go out later on and socialise and See, Josie, this is where he learned his Italian. A lot of it, a hundred percent. Yes. A hundred percent is uh, my Italian um, is not just from the family directly. It's also uh, me spending my time in Italy and working with a lot of Italians. Yes. For sure. Um, but, yeah, so we had, um, yeah, the restaurant there, Rose, where obviously we all worked very hard, but you in particular were known to be a very, very hard worker. Um, we were in the front of the house. Dad was in the back. Um, so it's kind of, it's probably good that way. We probably get along better with him butt heads, you know, me and you got along great. I think we did. the whole time never really had too much of any we didn't. spits, but, um, you know, dad in the kitchen sometimes might be a different yeah. story, but at least you could just shut the door and walk out to the front <laughs> of the house. But I suppose the guys in the I'm kitchen. I'm not even going there and... on air right now. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> Josie, not. Josie used to come and help us on the odd occasion. On like, real big ones. Like yeah. Stadium, and when she was at uni and she was working I and remember. stuff. And she would just, didn't matter what time she'd finished studying or working her part-time job the night before, she would rock up Sunday, Mother's Day, drive all the way from Perth. That's true. And say, here I am, mum. I'm here. Not that far. (laughs) Well, it was two and a half hours in those days. Yeah. (laughs) Before the freeway. Didn't have a new freeway. No, it's true. Always, every single year. No, I do recall, Josie, you came back and helped us out. And it was always, that, like I said, the extra, extra busy ones where we were completely booked, like a double skidding. And that sort of thing. Yeah. But I feel like Josie just had fun because she knew that she couldn't really get in trouble. She didn't really work there. I remember Josie would always be working around, walking around smiling and sitting having fun. <laughs> oh, and I don't know. <laughs> from my memory, you seemed to kind of enjoy because you knew that was like your one of the, you know, two or three shifts you're going to do for the year type thing. Um, <laughs> but no, Josie would help us out a little bit. I remember, yes. um, you know, behind the scenes things or some stuff. That's right. Um, Josie the PTSD would flare up, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but no, um, no, there were some really good times there and, you know, it was just about the family, I suppose. And a lot of, um, it was a family environment in the in the yes. restaurant as well. Um, like I said, and a lot of Italian Australian families, um, would come into the restaurant. So, uh, so yeah, around about this time, as I was speaking about working with the Italians, 2008 is when you guys have gone back to Italy. So can you tell us, I know we touched on briefly at the top, but a little bit about that trip and what it was like returning to Italy after 48 years back to the country of your birth and to reunite with all the beautiful yeah. family there that would have been a very special experience it was it was it was really nice it was very exciting because I went well Josie was the one that said to me one day I have met the woman who held you in her arms when you were a baby and you have not met her as an adult yeah you are coming to Italy with me yeah. and I went wow awesome just the way she said that was like how true mm. and then my sister Val got jealous I want to come too <laughs> so it was fun the four of us did really well I think with Nonna as well yeah Maria yeah. we sort of dumped her with Zeal and Zia every now and then and went went off on our little way oh we did but it was very special for me anyway like some being there with yeah. her I've got to say considering all of my stories throughout my childhood about really about Italy, but also Italy, Rome, Fiumicino-centric stories had come from her and then being there with her and, yeah, that was extremely special for me. Good. Well, I because my, my dad obviously had passed by then and I remember what was very special to me was walking down Fiumicino, you know, like the pier, is that what mm-hmm. it's called, yeah. past that the bar and all around where he used to walk every day when he went fishing. Yeah. That was super special for me. Mm. Just walking on the ground that he had walked on. Yeah. You know, like retracing his steps, so to speak, because my well, uncle that thing that, he used what's to it sit called? That thing, I got a photo and there was a very beautiful photo of him. Yes. I don't know what it's called. So for the listeners, if you can imagine having a ship or a boat and you needed to tie it up with a rope around something so it doesn't float away. I have no idea what that term is. I'm trying to say the... when the boat's like docked, Joe, and they... It's like a big metal thing on the jetty. But... Yeah, 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 and you chuck the rope over yes, it. Yeah. 
thing. So you told me the word in English or well, Italian. No, you no, don't know it, but anyway. That thing on the side of the thing there that you tied the, the <laughs> No, I, I described exactly it. No, Josie, I know, I know what you mean. There is this a beautiful, that's right. Mean. And we we reenacted that photo. That's right. Well, I Josie. did. You, got a photo, you um, did. And then I think mum's trying to say that she had a chance to. Iconic photo of the family. Yeah. We might post that Everyone, Everyone has been there and put their foot up. Yeah, obviously that. there's a lot of those things. We're, mm-hmm. we're searching for the name, what those things are. There's a lot of those things along <laughs> the jetty there, but I'm not sure if he's exact one, but we did get one where you kind of, except and he was having smoke and he just looked he was... so dapper. What's the word, Judge? Yeah, dapper. Or back in the yes. day. Stylish. Um, he was not very... dapper. Definitely not dapper. No, not dapper. Not dapper. Quite what, right, Josie. What's dapper? Oh, like, you know, with the suit and the hat. And not dapper. Fancy. He looked very, very, um, <clears> I'm not sure what the word is, but just the, the photo's iconic. This is our little mum's dad we're talking about, little Ben, and he had his, his foot kind of perched up and he had kind of bend, bending a little bit, like hand on the yeah. hip, and he had the cigarette and just the fashion like in Rome back then. Yeah. So awesome snap. Yeah. And going back to Ben, he was born Benito, and then because of uh, Mussolini, it was not a particularly yeah. good name. So he went by his second name, which was Mario. So... He was Mario all the way. He came to Australia and he was Ben again in Australia. Yeah. The, uh, so some Italian people still called him Mario they did, here. Because I remember being yeah. young and people, some of the Italians, this is a true but story. He, he, now, was, he was Ben. I'm glad you brought again. that up because we haven't touched on this yet and we've got so Love many it. Yep. And I knew it's going to come out at some stage. So when I think of things sometimes, I don't necessarily, um, I'm not in a massive rush to bring it out because Josie and I are bringing these um episodes out you know every week so um it's been in the back of my mind through all the episodes we've done so far it just hasn't been the relevant time but as you mentioned so Anun was born Benito mm-hmm. and obviously changed his name after what's gone down in World War II but I do remember being young and people saying to me um you know something about your Mario and, and I kind of knew I was a young kid and I knew that it was Benito mm-hmm. or Ben mm-hmm. but I kind of knew that he was Mario yeah. as well so it was a uh, it's confusing but I do remember finding a document just just, just recently it was only a couple of months That's ago right. And it actually said um, Benito Mario. Benito Mario, uh, and there was another middle name really? on there as well, a second middle name. Yeah, wow. yeah, which I didn't know. Um, uh, Natale. It said Benito Mario Natale Ferretti. So that's yeah, which um, I don't even think anyone knew because I asked Nonna and she didn't even know. There you are. So. So if we can go back to, um, yeah, talking about Mussolini, you know, mum, you're probably not the exact right target audience there, but it is interesting, like, to know, like, did did um, Maria or, again, we refer, we refer to Nonna as Maria, did um, Maria or your dad, did they, do you remember them talking at all ever? Like, do you remember knowing who Mussolini was like, when you were a kid? No. No. I, he just told me. Like later, I don't know how old I was, and he explained to me why he was Mario when we first came to Australia, and then he was called Ben Benito, and he told me the story of how it was became a not very popular name mm. when he was still in Italy. Oh yeah, you could imagine yeah, as a um, young man. And and what is also interesting about his family is that we haven't touched on. Um, so they're basically Marchegiani, though. So your dad, Nuno Ben, is born in Rome. But I believe that, so he had, I think, four other siblings. I think that was correct. Um, and they were all born yes, in four. a town called Senegalia in Le Marque. I'm quite sure. I believe definitely his mum and dad were. I, I, I think the other kids were. I think, um, obviously, um, we're going to speak about ancestry and family trees in other episodes. But from what I've asked all the relatives back in Italy and tried to jot things down, then actually put it into my family tree on the computer, um, I'm pretty certain that he was the only right. one out of the line of the siblings that wasn't actually born back in Le Marque. Um, and the town they're from is called Senegalia, which is near Ancona. Huh. So it's quite interesting to know that, um, I suppose it's something that you always knew in the back of your mind as well, yes. that his family was yeah. actually Marcajani, which means they're from the area of Le Marque. Yes. That they weren't actually from Rome, even though he was born in, like he was yeah. a very Roman yeah. man, mm-hmm. being born and bred in Rome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's quite interesting. And to know that we have family probably, you know, distant now, but back in another region and, mm. um, yeah, it's um. I think me and Josie have touched on it in some episodes, and yeah, it's these sorts of things that you find <laughs> out from doing some research. That now I'm sort of keen to visit some of these towns that before, I mean, I didn't even know that we had any lines from there or that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it's quite interesting to note that you actually sort of Marquejana. 
Marchigiana. As you know, as Nonna Maria will often say to me, oh, but your nonna had a Marchigiana. Like she'll say that, you know, and then I say, well, he was born in Rome. He's born in, oh, yeah, yeah, but, you know, La Familia, you know, uh, Le Marche type, type thing. So, um, which is meant to be an underrated region as well, Josie. I know you haven't visited Ancona over there. It's meant to be beautiful. I've been, I did go to Ancona to take a boat oh, one did? time. And Pop oh, no, but you didn't actually. Yeah, you can't claim no. that. <laughs> you, I saw that face. Jealous face. He's like, damn, she's been no, somewhere else. No, because I was just like a from it, but no, but I mean, I didn't know about Josie, it. You, she can't claim it. No, you haven't actually gone and stayed there for the even one night. No, but you, you haven't actually stayed there, done anything there. Would I you? didn't stay there for even one night. I actually was there for several hours. I don't know if that oh, counts okay. because of now. Like, pretty much a whole day, daytime, because of like you know. um just whatever time I arrived, whatever time the boat was going. Yeah, I was going over to Croatia. Yeah, it's not far because you're on the that's the Adriatic. That's so you're on that side exactly there. Exactly right. Yeah. Then Abruzzo, which is just underneath Le Marche, it's not far at all across the those Eastern European countries. Hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, that boat was terrible. That was absolutely terrible. But oh, anyway, really? I got there. What, what was Ancona like, Joyce? Uh, very underdeveloped, like not overly touristy. But again, you got to think about like this was many years ago. Like twenty? No, not twenty. Uh, oh. But probably like fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Or so years ago that I, I mean, I might like I said to Luke because my I've got to probably get some facts straight because I start talking about stuff. I can't remember how much time's passed and all that kind of thing. Well, 15 but... years ago was how long you and I went with Maria and right. Val. Okay, this doesn't help me. I can't remember if it was before or after that trip. <laughs> so honestly, like I said, thank God I'm not a witness in a court of law at this point. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. No, but... um. And very... so when they would talk about Italy, like, well, did, did they talk about Italy a lot to you and your sisters? Actually, we haven't even mentioned. Let's not make the same mistake again. So you're the firstborn uh-huh. child, but you do have three beautiful sisters and you guys are very close in in my opinion, I would say, as far as families go. Yes, because we only had each other growing up, I guess, hmm. even though we had friends. Um yeah, we were the the only ones. Do you know what I mean? Like you have no yeah. cousins, you have no one else. You've got your three sisters, and you rely on each other, even if you kill each other half the time. Yeah. So let's give a shout out then. So, <laughs> Annie Bear, Annie Doreen, Auntie Laura. Yes, Hello. newlywed. Can we? Yeah. Can we say newlywed Auntie Laura as well? Why not? Congratulations! Oh. <laughs> Congratulations! So. Yeah, because um, yeah. we forgot to mention dad's sisters in the episode. and Oh, did you get into trouble? Um, did you they know, just didn't come up. Yeah, it didn't you know? come up. So let's mention, so you've got no brothers, you've the three sisters, so we've said hi to the aunties and we hope they're tuning in and enjoying the story. I'm sure they yes. know all this stuff and they've had a similar story. Admittedly, they were all born in Australia. You were the yes. only one born yes. back in Italy. And actually, auntie, was well, so auntie Bound yeah. and Laura were born in Harvey. Is that correct? I'm pretty sure. And Auntie Doreen was born in Perth. Yeah, right. So we've touched on you had that awesome trip there and um, made a lot of special memories. And yes. however, though, time has flown by. And like you said, that was 15 years ago. Yes. Um, didn't make it back in between then. And we haven't had too many family come and visit, if any, in that time period. No, since. we haven't. I mean, no. Some of your relatives came. No. It was like years close to when you went and the years close to when I went the first time yes. when Josie was going. I feel like it was all kind of happening in that. 2000 to 2008 time when we were going and they were coming and mm-hmm. um but obviously we keep in contact all the time yes. and i love it how we'll ring italy and do our facetimes but it's also funny and i think about it as well we'll say quick quick italy's calling italy is like 70 million people there in a conference call it's <laughs> like i think everyone does that all the italian Australian family say oh we have to ring italy we're going to ring italy but yes. you know what i mean we never actually say oh let's ring zia Augusto and let's yes. ring Maritz or whatever we always just say italy yes but really it's one or two people out of the 70 million yeah um, um, but we do keep in contact with your family yes. all the time, which is really nice. Hmm. Um, and obviously a little bit more of late, as we've been discussing about your trip, which is um, really exciting, hmm. which you're pretty much all set for. Yes. Um, so like I said, this, this episode, I'm um, pretty sure when uh, the listeners, when you guys are listening to this, Rose is probably somewhere having an Aperol spritz. And, I don't like um, Aperol spritz. No? Nah? Oh, okay. So I was, just, I, was just trying, I was just trying to set the scene. I was, and then I was really thinking in my head, far out, it's not actually going to be summer. It's probably, I so yeah, the energy was drying. Uh, you can still have a spritz. <laughs> yeah, but, all right, you well, might be What are you looking forward to the most, Rose? Vino. What? No, I'm really looking forward to seeing seeing my cousins again. Of course. 
really, really looking forward to that. Um, Maria Marchese. Yeah. Oh, how lovely is she? She is just so lovely. And remember, it was Auntie Val's birthday and the Ferretti side. Oh, yeah. That's made that spread. And then one of the cousins went flying. I couldn't understand what she was saying. She was talking so fast. She's gone, boom, ran into the house, came back out with a photo of her mother and Auntie Val was a splitting image of mm-hmm. their mother. Looks more like their mum than any of her own daughters did. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, that was sometimes. freaky. That was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're a beautiful bunch. I was just thinking about that the other day, actually, and how you're going to get to go there and see, I guess we call them the Ferretti cousins. Is that correct? They Yeah. Well, a lot of them don't carry that surname. They wouldn't, that exactly as I was thinking. Family, they wouldn't yeah. have that surname now. But honestly, Their how beautiful, like, all that side of the family is as well. Mm. Yeah. It's so yeah. welcoming and just because yes. obviously even I've, like, seen them times when, like, when you went there. But that time, that's right, they really made a big effort too. Yeah. Any um specific places? I know you did mention Como before. But any other places that you're really keen to visit again or to see for the first time? I'm going to go with the flow. I'm sure that we will, get, we will get taken to places, you know. I'd like to go to Castel Gandolfo again. That was pretty. Beautiful. I would like to go to Bellagio. That's, that's Como, around that area. There's yep. plenty of beautiful resort towns in that there. Um, and I'm sure that when we go to Calabria, they will probably take us to Sicily. I yeah, yeah they might. You can get the ferry. Yeah. And so they'll go across. And um, yeah. Josie, we did that. What did it take? 10 minutes. You can drive the car straight on there. And um, I mean, you can see across. It's only three yeah. kilometers across there um, from Calabria. So, you know, it's um not not far at all. Um, yeah. So, I mean, but once again, just, just spending the time with the family is going to be. Oh, it'll um, be sensational. It doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing. And. Mm. It's going to be um very very special, especially yeah. for dad to get down there for the. I I honestly think yeah he is the only one of his siblings yeah that has never been to Italy, which is crazy. It, it is absolutely is. ridiculous. And I look back because it's, I mean sometimes like you might have the person and they don't uh, speak the language or do any of the traditions or not in touch, but for such an Italian person, it is mm-hmm. quite crazy and a, a lot of our friends Josie, used to always think that like dad was one that was born if you say oh yeah like one of my parents was born in italy one wasn't like people just kind of assume because dad's a very italian australian yes, sort of guy yes. in terms of the language and i swear yes. i swear he speaks better dialect than english <laughs> you get someone starts speaking uh-huh. english around the wrong way some yes, of the same yeah. but oh hey, I, how funny is you know, it yeah like sometimes people try and put the sayings together i mean it's not like a broken english obviously i mean he's been on the podcast he speaks fantastic but he sometimes it's saying, oh. yeah but he doesn't know when he speaks the dialect when no, you're speaking Calabresi no. is spot on so it was like my dad yeah yeah I think that's left, right left inside and the, yeah the three male crabs he had a few good ones but he's got the excuse I mean um he of was course. our oldest your dad um yes Ben was the oldest um out of our grandparents to immigrate he was 30 he was 29 sorry mm. um which is a couple of years older than our other nonno I think both our nonnas are 24 25 but you you come to another country mm. at 29 um you know that's you know that's a fair exactly into your life as a fully fledged adult married kids or one kid Mm. first child and you know that's um it's different where some of my friends grandparents might have immigrated when they're 10 or 8 or that Mm. and it's a different experience again but when you're going to come at that sort of time of life um so he did quite well Mm. um very good mechanic and um yeah he learned pretty good english and had a beautiful house and like we said he loved australia and yeah, we miss him a lot. Obviously, he passed away in two thousand and seven. Yeah. Um, but we will do some episodes more when we're speaking about and on the there. We feel like we spoke about Nuno Rocco a lot on the mm. show, but obviously, um, he was with us for only three years ago. That's right. So that's exactly right. Yes, and that's yeah, the thing. Um, Just more time, like for more memories. And I guess you know you have those like special memories as um as a child, which we've definitely talked about. And there's like so many more stories we can talk about in terms of. Um, the stories about Nonna Maria, but oh. that's you know that's you're going to have one after tomorrow. That's all I can well, say. Yeah, we're doing the visita tomorrow. I'm going for a long drive with Nonna Maria um, to go and see a friend, and yeah, I'm sure that'll be lots of fun. But she will be on episode soon, so she has agreed to. We just haven't yeah. got around to recording it. We thought we'll do one with Mum tonight. We've been uh, busy. 
We have been very busy. We've got a lot uh, lined up for the listeners and we really hope everyone is enjoying all these episodes. We have so much fun putting them all together and we're so excited to keep bringing out these weekly episodes. Um, And yeah, we'll just say uh, that, yeah, this was another special one tonight. We really hope the listeners have enjoyed it. Um, Once again, there's so many more stories. We could prompt mom to talk about all sorts of different things and so many amazing Italian stories about the upbringing and um, of course, but this is just the first the one. Yeah, look, um, you guys will hear mum and dad again and when the time's off for different sort of themes. Maybe and... together next time. Well, together Could we'll be next time. That? Well, after the trip, we'd love to get you back to talk about the trip. <laughs> yep. And like I said, we might even try and cross over when you're there, um, get some audio for the listeners and sort of touch base to what you guys are doing mid-trip. I'm sure people would love to hear that and you can tell us about some of the cool things you've gotten up to and all the food and um mm everything like that so oh yeah you asked yeah and the food i am very much looking forward to the food yes <laughs> oh yes. yes good on you you're just there for a short period just <laughs> you can't do too much Eat damage the whole yeah, time yeah. any <laughs> anything and everything you can get your hands on or get into your mouth just do oh, it God. otherwise <laughs> and actually just just speaking about the trip i would like to say um, on air for the listeners as well that I think we really do have to commend Lucas because he was, you know, you've got a lot of good ideas. You know, you were the one that was driving this podcast and also it, you were the one that was really insisting that mum and dad needed to go back. And I, I, I wasn't saying they weren't, I wasn't, but I wasn't like, oh, like I, I wasn't sort of, what's the word, banging that drum like with you, but no, like now yeah, that's you. always the way. And then it happens. Like now it's, you know, just a short period of time until you guys go. And I'm thinking like, yeah, this is amazing. This had to happen. Like, I'm so glad that it's happening. But yeah, it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for you. So thank that you for so that. True. Thanks, guys. That um, is so true. Thank you, Luke. Not a problem at all. And I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it as well. We'll be back here doing our episodes and it'll give us some things to talk about and um, to live, what's the word, vicariously? Vicariously, yep, yeah, that's it. To live vicariously through. Uh, as we know, um, all of our listeners will be really keen to hear about the trip as well. And mm. it's going to be amazing. So, Josie, I think we'll um, leave this one here for this evening. I hope you've had a great time hosting another episode with myself and our beautiful mum. Yes, I really have enjoyed this one. Some great stories there. So, Rose, yeah. thank you so much for being on the podcast tonight. We hope you enjoyed it as well. I did. I did. I hope I did okay. You absolutely did. Okay. Fantastic. And, and yeah. thank you. Thank you, Josie and Luke, for being my two amazing kids. You're okay. welcome. We do the our best. best. And, again, I don't know if we said it before, but thanks to the listeners, again, for tuning in with us every week. And yes. Yes, absolutely. Note, we will see you. We'll, we won't see you, but you guys You'll will hear, hear us. us. Yeah. Next week. So ciao for now. Ciao for now. Thank you.